Good evening. And action, action. Good uh, evening. Good evening. Hello. What up? Coming to you live. All right, stand by. That was uh, <laughs> just uh, nothing but positivity yeah. and mm-hmm. enlightenment. <laughs> In the words of this Dr. Pepper can, you deserve this sweet reward. <laughs> <laughs> well, fellas, we're here again. Howdy. It is Saturday night in Oak Hill, Florida, and we're here live for recording a little podcast known as Taylor Trash Fly Fishing Episode. 21 21 21 which means we've actually got like 26 episodes out or something like that but i think we're at 21 because the last one we did was 19 or 20 and then no and then maybe another one then another one got yeah we might be 22 i think it's 22 is it 22 i believe so stand by yeah we'll call it might be 22 because ted was 21 21 we're on 22 okay so 22 all right it's my lucky number. Hey, everybody. No yeah. <laughs> Episode 22 of <laughs> Fly Fishing in the Taylor Park After Dark. <laughs> well, I tell you what, guys. Um, we've uh, all been doing the normal daily grind. And uh, last weekend, Carl, I think you were... Uh, Oh, I was. You were out I of the county. The road. Yeah, you yeah. weren't just out of the zip code. You yeah. were like in a different. Um, I was either out of the county or area code. Out of the state. No, Sunday I was out of state. Oh, did went to Georgia. Oh, that's right. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I was uh, Isla Mirada way. Yeah. Um, which was awesome. That couldn't have worked out any better. It got about forty degrees. <laughs> you were here, right? And I was on the road with forty degrees behind me, <laughs> and like beautiful keys weather in front of me. I got there, and it was quote unquote cold for them, right? Right, At like seventy one, seventy two, right? Perfect. Wow. There yeah. for four days. That the whole time got a little warm the last day, and I'm like, you know what? 
this is going to be too warm for me. Gots to go. Gotta go. <laughs> and it warmed back up up here. Perfect. Nice. Jam. So what what in the world were you doing in uh, the Purple Isle? Um, the So I went and helped um, your friend and mine, Brian Floyd, with some tooling for his 10 weights gift. Cool. Yeah. Very nice. We were right there at, at Isla Marine and uh, and just, you know, did some did some fiberglass things with my fiberglass friends. Nice. Yeah. Got a little itchy, yeah. twitchy. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. Um it was it was a good time, even though it was a, a lot of work. Um, ate good, stayed in an awesome house. You know, we kinda made made the best of it. So it was it was a lot of fun. Successful mission oh, from yeah. what I've heard. Yeah, absolutely. And uh you know, got to meet the a few of the guides and some of the dudes that keep their boats there behind right. the shop you uh-huh. know so some of the kind of heard some fish stories and you know i think while you were down there it was uh the beginnings and, and actually the entire tournament the uh Merkin. march merkin yep. mm-hmm. was going on which uh was pretty much a who's who of who has uh a chitum these days mm-hmm. it seems like yeah um that seems to be the guide skiff De jour, mm-hmm. um, down in the keys these days. Yeah, I'd agree. There's you quite had some a few. thought on that. It, it it has a lot to do with the fact that uh, the twelve degree dead rise, right? Yeah, and the the boats are just bigger. It was there was something, you know, it was kind of surprising almost being here and seeing everything here and going down there, and they're not as worried about getting into. Really, really shallow right. backwater stuff. Right, they're crossing big bays. They're making a little bit longer runs, so they're in larger Mavericks. You know the HPXV, HPXV eighteen, um, super skiffs, that kind of stuff. And I'm like, man, I, I don't get to see this stuff very often. Right, you know. Isn't it interesting that you know you go from one side of the state or from north to south, and yeah. there's actually a whole big wide world out there of different needs and different wants yeah yeah and they like you know a lot of the guides they'll have two sports you know what i mean they want that three person right. comfortably yeah the size a little bit of water and uh i guess they don't mind pulling a little bit bigger boat when they get there a lot more comfortably yeah and and i think there's a i don't want to say a lot less but it's not quite the commitment that we make here where we're pushing really deep out of, uh, you know, running lanes to the back of areas and, mm-hmm. and back out. And it's all in very shallow water where down there they're making a big run and they're going to, they're going to pull a flat, but it's like a little tabletop flat, you know, yeah. right. it's like on back off to the next channel, they can move. Mm-hmm. So maybe, uh, you know, a lack of, Polling for miles on end right. probably makes a big difference. Oh, yeah. And uh, they're chasing, I think tarpon season is just a huge thing for them. Oh, yeah. I oh, just yeah. think it's bonefish chasing quite as often, or they're not doing as many days, right? you know, like way up somewhere looking for redfish. Well, I, I think, think, I think that all changed. You know, they got hit, the bonefish population got hit pretty hard in 2010, just like when we got hit with the, the freeze up here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. it's not quite as 
a consistent bonefish fishery down there anymore. Right. I mean, it's coming back for sure. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it has kind of morphed into the, I mean, not morphed into, it's still the, the very hardy um, tarpon season that right. everybody is, is definitely keyed on right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's certainly a pretty large contingent of permit guys that mm-hmm. are going out. So uh, I think even the, the maybe the bonefish for sure the permit. I would say that's almost a little bit more of an advanced fish where if anybody from around the country is thinking like Florida or Keys or whatever, it's like Silver Kings plus yeah, bonefish. It's, it's tarpon yeah, or bust. Yeah. It's tarpon or you know, nothing. You at gotta all. do that maybe a couple times and then realize like, oh man, next level. You know, next hard harder level, next harder, you know, longer casts and bigger eyes and all that and maybe go for permit right at that point but i think a lot of people are still on oh man that's the fish you know so all your out-of-towners are there for like right i mean it's gotten so big that you know we even have the uh out-of-towner guides that are coming down and right planting flags Yeah. yeah yeah and there was a little bit of talk about that and and licensing and stuff apparently they're they've Heard on the radio one day there where they're doing sweeps and just finding guides that don't even have licenses. Yeah. Really? At all. Yeah. Yeah. They just, I don't know who the, who's hiring them, how or where. Make a Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. And they're, these people are just not from in town. Well, I know. any town. We posted on our podcast Facebook page uh, an article that was published in maybe the Key West newspaper or, you know, some South Florida um, news outlet, the Lower Keys Guide Association had gone to a county commission meeting uh, Mm -hmm. for Monroe County, and they were like, hey, it's time for uh, you guys to step up. You know, we we paid through our taxes for infrastructure like boat ramps. Um, you know, we're paying our business license fees and we've got all these guys that are coming from whether it's Louisiana or it's a guy that, you know, is a trout guide in Montana all summer long. And he's got a skiff that he brings down here and he fishes tarpon season and we're paying all the fees. We're, we're actually contributing, you know, that way. And these guys aren't, and we don't think it's fair if you're going to make us pay licensing fees to the county, right. everybody should. So they're the ones that are pushing. And I don't know, you know, it's just like the, hey, if it's good for us, it should be good for them as well. Right. And I, I remember posting that and reading that article, um, but I had not heard that there was actually some sweeps going on where, yeah. I mean, like totally unlicensed, like don't even have their Florida uh, guide license. No, no captain's no, license wow. and stuff, yeah. It's just, you know, they can, they, people know they can sell trips down there. Yeah. I I actually, I think I shared it to you guys in, uh, in probably the group text. There was, uh, a former fly shop in North Florida that went out of business and they still have, even though they don't have a brick and mortar, uh, storefront any longer, somebody's maintaining their, um, Instagram and Facebook page. And they were floating the opportunity, we'll call it, to pay something like six grand to go and stay at the quote, I can't even remember the name of it, some, such and such lodge. 
for a week of tarpon fishing in the Keys. Mm -hmm. And basically the lodge is somebody rented a a vacation rental by owner for Mm -hmm. a week, Mm -hmm. and they're calling it a lodge, and they're collecting six grand per angler. So they've... I mean, it's like, holy crap. Some of Mm -hmm. that has, I guess, I don't know if it's just pissing off the neighbors or whatever, but you can't do the VRBO, you know, whatever, rent a house online thing for any less than a month now. Yeah, oh, really? It has to be 30 yeah. days long in the in the keys to be legal. So you don't have, like, I think it's just weekenders and stuff going down there and just hooting and hollering. So if we wanted to go down and rent a house for a week. we got to get the whole month. you got to get the whole month. So we can get it for a week, but the week rate is so close to the month rate because that homeowner... Uh-huh. Is only allowed to rent it out once, once. a month. Oh, okay. God, I day, But we're going to pay for it because wow. then their rental for the month is over. Is over. Yeah, and they're waiting for the next one. Yeah. So that might be a part of that. You know, you've got less guys coming from, you know, probably a little bit closer to run trips through the weekend and right. go back to their day jobs or whatever. Okay. Um, cool to see real working guides. Uh huh. I mean, real, you know, day in, day out, dialed in guides. I mean, yeah, we have them. A few. A, a few. But I mean, to see that many in one place, like in the four days or whatever I was there, I was like, all right, this is still like alive. People yeah. are still fly fishing, you know, and, and going and getting guides and, you know, getting trophy fish. I mean, these guys were doing pretty darn good. A couple real big snook. From the Everglades. Uh-huh. Um, few tarpon. Reported. But, uh, yeah, it was cool. Oh, the March Merkin, uh, total of four permit yeah. were caught. The winner, uh, Nathaniel, uh, owns the fly shop down in Key West. He caught two of those four. Nice. Yeah. You know. <laughs> that's got to feel good. Yeah, yeah. 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 He was probably pretty puffed up at the bar after. I'm, I'm yeah. guessing so. Yeah. I mean, you know, the that March, the March oh, yeah. Markin's a, a pretty uh, pretty renowned tournament. Oh, and, yeah. And if you get your name on that trophy, you're you're in some elite company. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Similar to the Gold Cup. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. There's a – and it's kind of tournament season now. It is. For them. It would be the Merkin uh, – the Dell Brown. When does I don't. There know. was one coming up that was on the radio. Really? Yeah. Wow. You know, it's some kind of local key station or whatever, some kind of rock station. But they had like fishing reports and whatever, and some captain does conditions and you uh-huh. know, hey, go look for this today because it's going to be windy or you know whatever it is. Um, but there was a there was a fly tournament on there. It wasn't the Merkin? It was like the next one coming up. Okay. Um, you know, all the seafood festivals and whatever is going on in the keys uh-huh. on the radio. Yeah. It's as cheesy as it sounds. And uh, <laughs> what was was it the uh, the casting for cats tournament? It might be. That's oh a big God. one for me. You know, God bless those cats. It, I always get that one confused. <laughs> casting for cats is that the same as the the ladies uh, tarpon tournament? It's mm, or it's the cats that are doing the casting, right? Well, it certainly feels like it. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't even know if it's. Is it species specific at, at targeted at permit? 
for casting for cats? I don't think so. Oh, I, I don't think so. It's some kind of fishing tournament. That it really is feral cats. Like if it's not the most. But I think it's like the five toe cool cats from the six toes. Six toe. Yeah. Right. Hemingway, Hemingway cat. Yeah. But it's it was way bigger than I thought it was last year. <laughs> I saw a real, you know, like a laser engraved real casting for cats, and it was like pink. You know, I'm like, oh, that's kind of funny. Like, where? What's that? And then I saw photos, and there's tons of people killing it, right, for casting for cats. I was like, oh, I got the wrong idea. <laughs> I thought this was like a joke. Right. This thing's for real. I mean, they were out there. So, so if you were in Alamorada, um, there is a real manufacturer that's either in Tavernier or Alamorada, um, and I say either or to me, Tavernier and Alamorada, you know, mm-hmm. same neck same. of the woods. Yeah, yeah. Um, capusta. Have you ever seen a capusta uh-uh. reel? No. no. So capusta, never heard of them. you've never heard of them. Mm-mm. All right. So there's a gentleman, older gentleman, as I understand it, um, that lives in the same neighborhood as Tim Borsky. Okay. And he is a machinist by trade, um, or maybe. You know what? Let me back off that. I don't know if he's a machinist by trade, but he has learned how to um, do machinist work. And he has, I believe, in his garage um, started producing some super high quality reels. And I want to say his last name is Capusta. Mm-hmm. Um, they're phenomenal. Um, they're I just kind of like the fact that they're small bats. They're also very phenomenally priced. Oh, like yeah. I really, really, really want one. Um, and he's got like four or five or six different like models, and every one of them have like the craziest, coolest design on the arbor. Uh, how they're uh, ported mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. It, it's just really amazing. Huh. So. That's when I'm hoping uh, one of these days is I'll end up with a capusta. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the the idea that it's a local guy in the Keys that just, like, finally said one day, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to start yeah. building reels. I, I can figure this out. Yeah. Yeah, I got yeah. this. Yeah. I had a drill once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ben, you, you able to find it there on the old... Uh, these are gorgeous. Aren't they? These are and, and beautiful. They're just amazing. There's something about that that, you know, whether I can afford it or not. So anybody that happens to be listening to this right. little hey, Mr. podcast, <laughs> if you happen to have a capusta that that you collecting, collecting dust, dust yeah. that you've got collecting dust, um, think your buddy Larry. Yeah. Oh wow! I'm willing to pay for him. I just can't afford a brand new one. So uh, even if it's got a little wear on it, you know, from being in the boat. Um, Give me a holler, salt bomb on uh, Instagram. DM me. <laughs> if anybody has a Lamborghini collecting dust, yeah, a nice Countach, <laughs> they just don't want anymore. Let me know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm really coming around to this kind of handmade one guy in his garage thing. Yeah, I think it's really, really, really cool, and it is worth a premium. Because it takes a lot longer to make some sure real right. one yeah. guy making a real garage is sick. I mean that's awesome. So, um, in all respects, notes, show notes, guys. Yeah, you got, <laughs> you, you <laughs> like them? Do you have show notes? Uh, let's talk about uh, 
maybe some derby stuff. The Derby's all the way in May. Are you, are you talking about Kentucky? Kentucky Derby? No. Or Pinewood Derby? Dingy Derby. <laughs> <laughs> Ch- chip Run. Poker Run. Oh. Ah. Yeah, a little Poker Run. We're, uh, we were actually kicking that around a little bit earlier before we started the show. So um, <clears throat> we are looking at, and uh, we're going to finalize a date here really soon. We'll announce it most likely on our Instagram and Facebook page. We are going to do the first ever, so I guess you would call that an inaugural, an inaugural event for Taylor Trash Fly Fishing, and um, it's certainly open to drift boats and rafts if you uh, would like to trailer them down, any species. Mm -hmm. Um, It's going to be a poker run, and uh, essentially the way that we're planning on running it is... uh, Rather than trying to make your best hand by picking up cards at five different locations scattered across the lagoon, we're going to have everybody picking up poker chips. Chip-based. A chip-based. And uh, we'll we'll put the details out when we get them all fleshed out for sure. And uh, essentially, you're going to collect five chips, uh, five different stops. And um, at the end of the day, we'll determine the value of said chips. There'll be three different colors of chips. So uh, at the end, once you figure out what your hand is worth, then uh, whoever has the highest point total will be determined to be the winner. And uh, in the event of a tie, we'll just simply have you guys fist fight it out on a sandbar to see who really won. It's called blood sport. That's right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm a huge fan, but really the uh, roadhouse. The, the idea behind it, <laughs> violence is the answer, is um, to have a, a fun day on the water. Um, everybody be able to get together, meet each other, hang out. Um, top three finishers are going to get a little bit of money back uh, in the form of prize money. Uh, the half of the purse that's going to be held back for the house, being the podcast. We're going to cover some expenses and whatever's left. We're looking at the Marine Discovery Center in New Smyrna Beach being the recipient of a donation. The reason we're doing that is we really believe that uh, more so than bringing awareness to an issue, uh, we feel like educating uh, people is really important. And the Marine Discovery Center does an excellent job of educating kids on how the lagoon works, how the lagoon is in trouble, and what they can do and how they can pass that on to all their friends and family and schoolmates to love the lagoon in a manner that's going to make sure the lagoon's getting better, being preserved, and we really stand behind their mission. So that's what we're going to do is donate some money towards oh, them yeah. to make sure that their education, educational outreach is uh, as well-funded as possible. And they just they just did a beautiful new... Um, amphitheater? Amphitheater. Yeah. Have you seen that thing? I, I just saw photos under and construction. Yeah. I haven't seen it finished yeah. yet. But uh, hopefully we'll start seeing some good shows. Yeah. I think they're going to bring down speakers and they're going to bring down musicians. And yeah, they'll have all kind of stuff. They, they do kind of summer camps for kids and uh-huh. whatever. So they'll have all kind of stuff out there. Yeah. They do a, a good, really a lot of work with that 
Oyster bar. Oyster restoration. restoration. Yeah, that's a lot of what they do. Yep. You know, out here on a day-to-day. And they actually run around to restaurants and get oyster shells. Yeah. Bring them back and bag them up special so that, you know, you know, science and stuff. Yeah. Science. Oyster babies. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. That'll be cool. It will be. Cruise around. Carl, is there any chance that you'll be cruising around during the... uh, I think so. Yeah? I think so, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm hot, hot on the tail. <laughs> nice. Of, uh, of getting my boat. We're, we're going to, um, after a break here, not, not that I'm calling for one, but mm-hmm. after the break, um, I actually feel pretty, pretty proud, I have to tell you. Um, I got Carl on the water. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And uh, mm-hmm. we're going to have to tell our story of uh, an evening of on the triumph. water. Dive more into that. Right. Yeah. It's a triumph. We actually saw some pretty cool shit while we yeah, were we out did. there. Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll talk about that here shortly. Carl, you got to have more than just uh, our self-serving uh, promotion of the poker run on your show notes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You want to hear another promotion? <laughs> <laughs> Huh. Um, hold on, I got a lot of notes here. I got a lot. Holy moly. I've been busy. <laughs> oh, so Georgia, I was saying, after uh, the Keys came back for a total of, I don't know, six and a half hours, grabbed Casey Bones's old Maverick and ran it up to... Are you sure that wasn't old Casey Bones' Maverick? I don't know. I don't know at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Grab the Maverick, hit the road. I'm just going to go the Maverick. Is that that the Casey Bones? Yeah, from the internet. Like like Filson Filson model model Casey Bones? My model friend. Your model friend. Yeah. My model friend. If um, Instagram went away tomorrow, would she know that she's not a model? Yeah, the Filson catalog. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's in print. Yeah. All right, fucking A. Yeah, so like if the internet just blows up, she's it's okay. It's still it's still there. good. There's paper. Somebody's going to find something. Okay. Like, look at this specimen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Um, like, damn, I need a leather bag. Yeah. Damn, they got leather bags and tattoos and stuff. <laughs> um, so her old boat, I went up to, uh, well, met halfway. Uh, so where is halfway between the low? Can- it's uh, Brunswick. Yeah, Brunswick. Brunswick? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, the, um, the Golden Isles. Yeah. I like it right there. Um, and met Kelsey, Kelsey Dick from South Carolina. Carl, this is a family show. <laughs> Kelsey Richard. For the kids. Uh, and, um, yeah. Filled out some paperwork and did a bank transfer and sent her and her friend and their dogs. They had their dogs with on uh-huh. the way with, with her new Maverick. What kind of dogs did they have? Griff. One was a Griff. Oh, yeah. nice. Griff and Kelsey's a Labrador. dog is a wired-haired Griffin. Yeah. Pretty cool dog. It looks like a whole entire animal has bed head. Yeah. All over the whole entire... They just sleep craziness. in every angle. Yeah, yeah. Just different color hair. Really? In every different direction. And what kind of lab? Black lab. Black lab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Um, and uh, what was the Black Lab's name? There was Darwin was the Griff. <laughs> the Black Lab's name was. Damn it. <laughs> that's a cool Damn name. Damn it, get Sounds over here. Right. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that's the perfect name. Yeah. Damn yeah. it, get over here. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is rude. This is worse than forgetting a person's name. It was like. It, was, it wasn't Sir Fritz a lot. No. It's, Sir Fritz a lot is, is <laughs> white. Yeah. It's probably Boots. Okay. Sprout. Sprout. Sprout, yeah. All right. Sprout. Um, because it didn't have Boots, it was just a black dog. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they, they went the other way. And since I was in one of my favorite parts of the Southeastern United States, I took a little detour back to the beachcomber barbecue. Okay. And hung around for one hour and 15 minutes straight of eating barbecue. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Is it all you can eat joint or something? No, I just ordered a shit ton. (laughs) Okay. But that gave them enough time to get into like home territory with the new boat. With, you know, I had driven it already halfway up there. Just make sure everything, like, held together. Right. Far enough to where I could still go and get them for right. the first hour of the trip. After that, they were an hour away from home. So somebody from there could come get them. I got you. So uh, I, I just was a really nice guy about it and sat around eating pork for an hour and 15 minutes. I walked out of the restaurant and I realized I have to drive home from Georgia and I just ate more pork than anybody I've ever <laughs> heard of eating in one sitting. And I had the itis. Ooh. Not mud butt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just really, really sleepy. Oh. Yeah. So, Big full belly. Yeah. Oh, it's not that There good wasn't enough sweet tea on the planet to no. overcome it. And, uh, Pit stop at a rest stop. I, I should have hung around just a coffee shop. Yeah. It would have been for better for the ride home. But, uh, yeah, jumped on the road, made it stri- straight through. So now the uh, young lady that you sold the um, old lady's skiff to, um, she just actually got a new new position. New position. She is the, and don't get it confused for a weird internet ambassador. It's, I think it's called a brand manager. Right, for Shimano. Product, right? Product manager, brand manager, something like that, yeah. For Shimano, that's because their home base, or American home base, is in Charleston. Oh, I didn't realize that. So, and they do Loomis um, is part of their line now. Yep. So it'll be all the Asquith reels and Loomis stuff and all that. And it's exciting. They are, her and her friend, because they used to work together, um, are natural scientists. So marine biology and all that kind of stuff, and they worked for Atlantic I don't know, something like South Atlantic Fisheries Management, something or something of that along nature. those lines. So they're like really into it. They do a lot of the, uh, it would be like quota fish quotas and yeah, data um, collection and outreach. I remember seeing that she was like, hey, as much as I love working with all my colleagues at blah, 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 fish resources, but I'm happy to announce I'm the brand manager for Shimano, which I was like, damn, you go, girl. It's cool, because she fly fishes, um, and they're really excited about uh, nature. Cool. Fish outside. 
So it's more than it's more than kind of just a hobby. You know what I mean? They're very. She's kind of a love, like not not just like really into nature. She's kind of into all natural, right? <laughs> yeah. Doesn't she have like uh, aspirations? aspirations? Yeah, some uh, some big time. <laughs> some, uh, uh, what would that be? Uh, she she's somewhat of a life goals a what, naturalist, what, a natural an exhibitionist, naturalist. I don't know. Do, do you have to? I mean, considering that it's a reality you, show, it's you like know, a, there's blurring that goes on. Yeah. I guess you're really not exhibiting much other than to one other person for 21 days, right? So yeah, she. I would has, be afraid. I don't know if she. I would yeah. be afraid. <laughs> I'd be naked. <laughs> would you? Yeah, and afraid. No, yeah. So she had. I don't know if she'd been. It's the approach. It's or the she, ultimate. Well, diet. tried think, out or something for this show, Naked and Afraid. I think she just talked about it a bunch. Oh, and she had. So she has tried out. Well, she, she had someone interview. from the show reach out about, hey, you should come do like a, you should come cast for the yeah. show or something, because she like talked about it a bunch on the gram about wanting to do this. And they so, said it was really. So I think it's like super competitive because there's a lot of people that want to do it, mm-hmm. and I think you have to like send in like a tape why you should be the next person. So my question is, is it like the is it. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Is it like the casting couch? I was going to say the casting couch. (laughs) Is there somebody at Naked and Frayed that's looking at videos of naked folks like going, hey, (laughs) I have a a survival rating of 7.7 inches. Right. I mean, like, seriously. Yeah. We were joking about that. Because she, I don't know if it was a phone interview, but there was there was an interview where there were some really insane questions. Like, what pisses you off about people? And I think they try to find. Right, so they can match you up with that's going to piss yeah, you off. Yeah. <laughs> but they don't know who you're not going to like. So they, they, they try to find out as much as possible. Like, what really annoys you about humankind? And then they find that person and put you in the woods, <laughs> right. butt naked with them. There's like a lot of weird questions that go into it. And I was like, this just makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> At what point are they like, all right. I've always thought they've done an extremely above average job on Naked and Afraid with casting. Mm-hmm. Um, because they go to some really offbeat like places and maybe they're, I don't know, in El Salvador, like somewhere in, along the coast of El Salvador where they're going to drop these people into the jungle and they've got to stay and, and, and swim down a river and get picked up on the beach, right? Yeah. But the, the dude that's like driving them there to begin the whole epic 21 days of survival naked and afraid. Um, how, how do you go and do casting in a foreign country and find the consummate professional (laughs) that is going to drive you up the river 25 miles and then keep a straight face (laughs) while fucking white bread American strips down buck naked and jumps out with a fucking little satchel in a microphone necklace. Like yeah. I'd just be how they don't I mean just the fact that it. they can find guys <laughs> that are willing that, to A to not guy. be like gawking, yeah. going, Oh damn. Yeah. Damn. You know? <laughs> Look at the ass on that. He must work out. <laughs> and then and then that guy, like, does anybody believe him when he's at, like, the weird little bar? Right, when he goes back to town. At the yeah. beach. Right. At the end of the day, he's like, you well, never guess. So what have you been up to today, Carl? Yeah. 
these gringos. <laughs> I, 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 I dropped off a gringo. Yeah, yeah, up, yeah. You know, up past, uh, you know, Hikuichiwachi. Yeah. Uh-huh. What were you doing all the way up there? Dude, this crazy gringo. Bro, I don't know, but they didn't off, have any clothes and he on. he took all his clothes off. <laughs> <and> he just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, what? Just, yeah. Jump ship? Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I can tell you for sure I'd never do that show. There ain't no, no way in hell. Mm-hmm. I don't like mosquitoes enough. No, huh? I don't think anybody does. I was going to say, the mosquito no. being fully clothed is an, sometimes a painful experience. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can get real. No it's season. Not even, it's not even season yet. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. It's, we're just now coming I mean, into let, it. Let me, all right. So, so, like, I wonder if there's, like, rules um, as far as if you're a participant on this show. Because I'm telling you what, the, the opportunity on that show after having your fucking business bit up by mosquitoes. Right. I would have a real hard time not going ahead and, and, and going, Hey, 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 look, look, it's yeah. a French tickler. <laughs> <laughs> look at that. Look at how many bumps look there at, are. <laughs> look at this thing. You couldn't get shit like this from a fucking truck stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's ribbed for your pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure there's like some kind of rules. Yeah. Disclaimer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, I spoke briefly with our little farther north from there friend, Mr. Freno. Yeah. Rich Freno. What? District Angling. Rich. And uh, Ben, you just got some some boots, some wading boots? Not from Rich. Not, Not that from Rich. rich. Different, Not rich. That rich. Rich. Different Sorry, Rich. Sorry, Mr. Freno. Sorry, Mr. Freno. Went somewhere local. Ben doesn't love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when you talk to Rich, what's Rich up to these days? Just... Doing rich things. Doing rich things. Yeah. Eating. Uh-huh. Eating. He does. He's a. He's, he's that part of Instagram that's he's like. The, he's an Epicurean. Yeah. Oh, Epicurean. Yeah. An Epicurean. Yeah. I like that. Um, His hashtag is funny as fuck. It's always on there. Hashtag, this is why I'm fat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, With the pizzas and. Mm-hmm. That's the part of Instagram that I like like still it's, it's awkward pictures of people's dogs and people what people are eating you know huh? none of that because that's never an advertisement right it's like here's my stupid ass dog check yeah. this out pizza yeah i'm like hell yeah yeah <laughs> scroll on brother i actually saw on the gram this morning um someone calling out um a nameless person um for their post about hey it's like opening morning of turkey season and i'm you know today starts 30 days or whatever it is you know of guiding straight and they're sitting on the porch and they've got their cup of coffee and the very first comment is like is that like just so happen to, or is that on purpose that the Yeti logo is fully visible <laughs> on that coffee cup? And I was like, hell yeah, yeah. somebody else is fucking getting it now too. It's so not, contrived. Not to mention the fact that if you know anything about turkey hunting, you're not sitting at the porch in the morning drinking your coffee as the sun's coming up. Thinking, I'm going to go shoot turkey today. Your butt is in the woods actually mm-hmm. trying to make it happen. Yeah. 
photo ops of the day before. That's right. You put all your camouflage on, paint your face, face. up, oh, yeah. do a photo and session, then go hunt the next day. Right. Um, discount code? Eggplant Parmigiana. Eggplant Parmigiana. Mm-hmm. I believe any spelling that even gets close probably works because <laughs> mm-hmm. if I were putting in that, I wouldn't what you do necessarily is you call Rich and ask, oh, okay. ask spelling him, yeah of the of the code and you know something a little bit further uh, about district angling. Um, there's no doubt that Rich has the sticker game on lock. Um, oh, yeah. oh yeah, for sure. So I know that we've posted plenty of pictures of the great stickers that Rich has at his shop. And I actually saw somebody made a comment. Um, they had tagged a buddy to look at the, the post. And then the buddy made a comment. Yeah, but I can't get him. He doesn't sell them. Absolutely true. Okay. Oh, yeah. He just gives away. He just yeah, gives yeah. away stickers. So pro tip. If you do need something fly fishing related and you like the stickers that you see at District Angling, they do have an online shop. And if you were to order whatever item that you wanted from District Angling and were smart enough to call ahead and ask for the discount code. Mm -hmm. Eggplant Parmigiana. And when you get that, you enter that in the discount code area of the online order you will see a box where you can make comments regarding anything special with the shipping put in there i fucking love stickers (laughs) i fucking love stickers four words Mm -hmm. and guess what you're not going to pay for them but it's pretty fairly likely Mm -hmm. you're going to get some in your box Maybe with a little bit of, well, you got to check check the Instagram, see what he's eating. If there is like a pepperoni, <laughs> if he's having like a pepperoni pizza, and there is a little bit of pepperoni on your sticker, it's yeah. worth more. It's worth way more. Yeah. Oh. No returns. That's right. <laughs> and like Philly cheese. If you have stick, problems with the, <laughs> with the cheese, if you have problems with the sticker right. sticking because of yeah, the yeah. adhesion. Yeah, yeah. You know, lack of adhesion due to. Pizza grease. Grease. It's just part of part of the deal. <laughs> right. Um, Eggplant Parmesan is also free shipping. Oh, very so nice. That's pretty. That's yeah, actually that's really good. That's worth yeah. pretty good. I uh, I got a new. This is the weirdest thing with online shopping. Got a new like computer bag for work. Uh-huh. Briefcase computer bag thing. Right. And man purse. Man. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Merce. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's by uh, the company Carhartt that makes like work pants yeah. and stuff. Fuck yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like a heavy canvas thing, a little bit tougher to throw around in the truck or whatever. It's it's the working man's Filson. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I'm not that pretty. Right. I'm no Casey Bones. Oh, shh. Come on. Ben, ben. It's ben. not a big I deal. say your name and you're up. dumping soda all over the place. <laughs> You've been looking crazy. at the new catalog. Oh. Why is that catalog in your bathroom, Ben? <laughs> Nasty. So. Um, I I go on the Carhartt's website. Uh-huh. I don't know whatever the fifty four ninety nine or whatever for this bag, plus kind of a lot of shipping, like fifteen bucks. Oh, and I'm like, oh man, that kind of sucks. That's kind of yeah. I just went over to Amazon. You can buy it <laughs> Prime from 
Carhartt. Carhartt. Yeah. Through Amazon. Yeah, fulfilled the, by. Fulfilled by. And it, yeah, fulfilled by Carhartt. But you, you're getting it's, it with Prime, so there's no shipping. No shipping. Same day delivery. Yeah, nice. yeah. It's yeah. quicker than they're like <laughs> shipping that would have been like twenty the, the quick shipping was like twenty five dollars. Like it was like a lot for their faster version of shipping. I'm like, it's the same bag. Because if it's fulfilled by Carhartt, if I place that order through either one, that hand would have grabbed that same bag right. that's on the front of that yeah. crate. And shipped it for like twenty five dollars <laughs> difference from the same person. I'm like, man, what a hustle! What a damn wow. hustle! So yeah, free shipping. That's the jam. It is. There's no doubt about You're it. Gotta go to Amazon when you know rich. All That's right. True. Well, uh, we're about forty five minutes into it, which means my little bladder is talking to me. So I think it's about time we take our first little break. And uh, we'll be right back. So much lighter, ready to go. So um, we have been um, without Andrew for good Lord, how long now? Um, I think he's been in Nashville for what, month and a half? Is it is it as much as two months? Probably a couple months. Yeah. I but mean, he, was, he was doing a lot of working and traveling in the state before he went. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, but so, like, you yeah. know, as, as far as him officially moving to Nashville, yeah. I think, um, gosh, it's been, what, three weeks, maybe a month since I was up in Nashville because uh, of my work, and I got to hang out two nights with him up there, and uh, we uh, kind of just want to make sure that we're staying in touch with him and finding out what's going on in Nashville and uh, through the miracle of telephonic communications and technology and technology. We may have uh, Andrew on the phone. Andrew, what's up, buddy? What's going on, boys? Hey, buddy. Oh, there, there he is. is. There he is. So uh, <laughs> it's all around the table tonight. Uh, it's uh, Carl and Ben Pickett and Mark and myself. We're just uh, dialed in here on a Saturday night, and uh, so I can talk shit about the Canadian, right? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. You can For talk sure. shit about the Canadian. Here. In fact, we here. encourage it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it, it's actually getting chilly here, man. Um, I think the Shut high, up. the high tomorrow, <laughs> the high is sixty-seven. 
So that's got to be a river. Oh. <laughs> so what's what's going on up there? It's got to be a little chillier, I'm guessing. 62. I don't even remember what flip flops look like. Dude, the South uh, Florida kid, Homestead kid, is just dying up there. That that's a poor Jeez. excuse, Andrew. I was in Salt Lake City last week, and the guy picked me up from the airport at 31 degrees, wearing flip flops. <laughs> <laughs> the guy you you got picked up, or the guy picking you up? Did. The guy. <laughs> hang on, I have to strategically think about how to answer this. Uh, my ride at the airport, who picked me up in his vehicle was wearing flip-flops uh that's what you call him okay <laughs> <laughs> missed you buddy <laughs> I love you, brother. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah like why not have to move up here in winter man it's it's horrible well it was horrible you today it was really the first day that i was able to roll down my truck window oh did it did it even work i said did you get the after motor that fixed? long once I broke through the layer of ice, it did. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You got to like grease it up every spring. Yeah. <laughs> Nashville's new yeah. glass ceiling. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, uh, I was hoping, uh, I was playing some Carrie Underwood, had the sun in my face, hoping that she would appear magically if I played one of her songs. <laughs> um, I think you need to like, <laughs> I think you turn the lights off, look in the bathroom mirror with the lights off and say Carrie Underwood say, like six it, or seven times. No, no, it's Jesus take the wheel, and then she magically appears. Oh, nice. Okay. I got to try that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, but it's so bad. Like, the first week I was here, so the first Friday I was here, I got here on a Thursday. Now, maybe, no, so I got here on a Friday, and we went to the bar on Saturday night. We who? You know, of course, wearing... What was that? We who? We who? Tampa Fly Girl. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Um, a family friend, um, they yeah. live up here and let me stay with them for about a month um, before I can you know, get my apartment situated and stuff. So, nice. Um, me and him, we went out and uh, went to one of the local bars here. And yeah, I'm all covered up because it's like 40 and I think I'm going to die. But <laughs> right. we go into the bar. And we're in there for maybe three hours. I come out and it's like blowing 20 and snowing very hard. So I get out to my truck and then I've never, I've never had to take ice off of anything. Like I don't, I don't know the procedures <laughs> of getting ice off of a windshield. So you, you didn't have, have the ice scraper with me. Yeah. I was going to say you didn't have the ice scraper. No, but I need a new credit card now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so after prying the door open and making entry into the truck and then <laughs> saying, oh, fuck, oh. <laughs> and saying, oh, fuck, oh, fuck about two dozen times, I finally got the bitch going. And so it's like 11 o'clock at night and I've never driven on snow before. And uh, the first time I'm experiencing this is like second day in country. So, uh, <laughs> that's about right. Yeah. And um, like, Af- I've never after slid the on bar. ice before. Well, of co- I've never <laughs> exactly. driven on ice, so I guess I've, yeah, exactly. Uh, well, no it helps comment. you relax, um, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, completely sober. <laughs> Did, I, we just went for the food, but so I was driving, and um, of course, being never, you know, being from Florida, you don't have any issues with slipping and sliding other than driving on sand at the beach, maybe. But, um, 
you know, I, like probably three inches away from sliding into this brand new suburban. Uh, I just couldn't stop it. Finally, last second, I got traction and made way out of there. But <laughs> the shit ain't a joke. Nice. Yeah, it was sketchamundo. So you got your snow legs now. You're ready to go. Got that out of the way. Uh, mm. And then so to get back into this place where he lived, it was like a keypad to get in. It was so fucking it was so fucking cold that the keypad had frozen stiff. So we had to thaw it out with our breath to get the thing to push in and dial the number. So, so imagine watching two grown ass dudes at twelve o'clock at night trying to thaw out a metal keypad to get back into this community. Like imagine rolling up on that. So. Well, imagine rolling up with. I'm sure you, somebody has like the gate video, and they're like, "Look at those guys!" <laughs> These two, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> making out with the keypad. Yeah, it took us like five minutes to get the thing going. If you but. do that, a mashup with that one and the one where you're running around with the tailgate of your truck, <laughs> trying to open the, <laughs> the <laughs> other keypad. <laughs> yeah, good times. So, so thank any God, most of that's behind us. Any fishing stuff at all god no well i went to bass pro shop and fly south today just to kind of check um, it out see what's going on did you do any spot checking you know where you're going <laughs> uh well i met a man named terry uh who claims to have the lock on the some of the best uh trout streams in kentucky so um doing a little intelligence gathering i guess is what you can call it yeah 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 um, I figure there's a lot of that, but, like when it's too cold to actually be there. <laughs> a lot of, <laughs> lot of talking, yeah. a lot of fly time. Oh yeah. Yeah. I throw out words like midge and number 22 and they right. think I'm really good at it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Carl um, actually gave me, um, two tapered leaders today and I don't know how Carl actually he gave them to me yesterday. Yeah. Correction. Um, there's seven X. Good. night so mm-hmm. nice i mean even even Can't by even count that high yeah like you know like <laughs> at five at five x i can no longer tie it six x it's like pointless i can't even see it to grab a hold of it so seven I mean, x why, 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 I, I don't even why would you even need a knot like it's kind of pointless to tie a knot at that point well you you breathe on it it breaks right yeah exactly it's a little dab of like pocket lint and you're good (laughs) (laughs) so uh you've got somebody that um is supposedly going to get you dialed in on some uh kentucky trout fishing yeah so i've heard a lot of things from a lot of people um i guess on base there's you know some stuff to be had uh which for me not knowing anything about it i wouldn't have thought there was trout fishing in like middle tennessee you know but there's some there's some stuff to do around me i just don't even know where to begin and really in the past few weeks it's been too cold for me to really want to do anything sure um have, but, have you um started looking at what type of investment you're gonna have to make in waders, waders? and waiting boots and you know that kind of stuff um because I mean, it's going to so, be a while before you can wet wade, my friend. It's it's going to be it's going to be cold for a little bit longer. Trust me when I tell you. Oh yeah, and even when it's hot, it's still cold here. I'm sure, but um, 
I don't know, like I have Academy 500 yards away from my apartment right now and they're selling like their generic brand waiters for like 50 bucks. I guess. I don't know if that's like risky or not. Yeah. Yeah. Totally it's... risky. Make the investment. <laughs> listen, um, you know, get yourself a pair of Sims waiters and, uh, just call it a day. You amortize it out. You're making an investment. They're going to be lasting you for a long time. Don't, don't go cheap when it goes to uh, waiters and boots. I mean, you're going to be very, very sad if you do, and uh, you get what you pay for, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all funny you, games until you're I'm sh- freezing your ass off and your feet are wet and, mm-hmm. you know, your your day is done before it started. Yeah, and it's probably going to take uh, one or two trips where I end up dipping in the drink and being miserable for you know the whole day before i really understand that or you can just like go ahead and say you know fuck it i'm not getting waders and boots and just go straight to the drift boat oh i don't know to me it seems like i mean if anyone out there is listening and willing to prove me wrong but to me you know living the whole a river runs through it fantasy seems like <laughs> waiting waiting is like i don't know there's something about waiting to me that seems more appealing than like drift boat more pure that's i guess i mean to me it seems like it would be hard to kind of focus in on what you're doing from a drift boat it'd be kind of like shotgunning uh, i don't know I, I, i've never done either so i really don't know yeah I, I mean go ahead get yourself a good pair of boots and waders because you're going to need that regardless um, I think you're going to eventually find out that um, by having a, a raft or a drift boat that it's going to open up a whole lot more opportunity for you. Um, a lot of the fisheries that you're going to have available to you are going to be tailwaters and on yeah. what you would call, quote unquote, high water. In other words, they're generating. You're not going to be able to wade. It's it's yeah. uh, it, the river becomes uh, unfishable unless you have that boat. And uh, that's going to happen a lot more often than it being fishable by waiting, unless you're going to become like, you know, a a Smoky Mountain, you know, blue lining, small creek, small (laughs) river guy, which, you know, you may do to begin with. Um, But, uh, you know, I think uh, you're probably in good hands going down to fly south, um, you know, build that network, get a few guys and... uh, you know, I don't know the rules at Fort Knox where you work, but, uh, you know, if you can get somebody in to go help you unlock the secrets of the uh, river, you know, that's worth a, a whole lot right there. Oh, yeah. You so, uh, and, Fort and, Knox. and don't trust anybody from Shepherdsville. No Shepherdsville. <laughs> they say Fort Knox is harder to get into than Fort Knox. <laughs> oh, the rumors are true. <laughs> oh, so getting into, so like, you know, where I work is what you would probably consider very secure it, you know, even Fort Knox is like not even as secure as fly fishing film tour in Nashville. Oh, well it's the parking. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's really the hordes of, uh, bachelorettes that patrol the city that really keep it safe. But night crawlers aside from that past that. And once you get up to the doors of fly fishing film tour, 2019, um, I didn't realize they have in Nashville four layers of security. So two dudes like scanning or two dudes doing the magic, uh, metal wand 
to make sure you don't have any contraband. And then two dudes to scan your ticket, and then two dudes to stamp your risk, and then two dudes to um, check your ID. So a total of um, eight people, like, there just to get you in the door. So, like, obviously me being, you know, a handyman or, you know, self-proclaimed really not – you know, I carry like a knife on me constantly. So it's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, uh, dude, I have a knife on me. And he's like, just hide it in the storm drain. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what? Let, I'm like, let me yeah. tell you a trick to this. Um, <laughs> you're going to need to place a flood tide co order and you need to pick up a big belt buckle. You can uh, append- are they selling ceramic knives now? No, 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 no. Irrelevant. You can appendix <laughs> carry a firearm into said event if you put it right where that belt buckle is going to be, because some dude's not going to make you do it. I have, I've done this before, and I've wow. gotten into a quote unquote secured event with wow. a small firearm by putting it right where my belt buckle is. Hmm. And there goes your concealed carry. Right. Well, <laughs> well Ben's a scrapper. Damn. Well, let's back up, though. If Are you, you fighting? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not, but I could. Um, the point, <laughs> no, I don't carry it in places it's, like, technically illegal. Um, but it's, like, if it's yeah. the place's personal preference and they don't have the law to back that up, screw them. Yeah, I mean, thank God I carried my, like, cheap Chinese knife and not, like, my other stuff. <laughs> Like I was like completely written that off to lost it. Um, but like, I could only imagine like if I was concealed carrying, like I can't hide that shit in the storm drain. Like I'm going home. <laughs> just, just throw that thing down and, the like, drain. I Ubered man. There. It's, a bur- it's a burner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They like, made me I take Ubered my belt. There. Like I can't just leave it in the Uber and hope to call that guy later. Like, yeah. you know, Hey, stick around for two hours while I go watch this thing and hold on my gun, by the way. But <laughs> so, like, so what was your thoughts on, uh, overall quality of said films this year? Um, I'm guessing um, probably pretty trout heavy or did the, did you get some salt stuff in, in what you got to see? So, um, I went with Leslin and I was like, Hey, let's meet up. Let's, uh, I'll park at your place. She lives real close to everything. So everything's uberable for her. So I just parked there and didn't want to fight the parking and, you know, like driving a truck in Nashville is pretty much like trying to park a boat. It doesn't work, you know, like you think it would. Um, so we grabbed, we grabbed a few drinks and had some food and we were thinking that the, the film started, the film tour started at eight. So we you know, blink up around six thirty. You know, have beers until like seven thirty, and then you know get there right before it starts. But we get there, and it's like very empty in the lobby area. And we're sitting there talking to. Uh, we we go up and we get a drink from the hipster ass bartender uh, that cocks some attitude. So that kind of gave me a bad taste, like initially of like, you know, like the 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 typical Asheville Nashville you know, type hipster dude. And then you get our drinks. We go over to like where they have all the raffle stuff and there's like nobody around except for the dudes working the event. And, uh, they see her like pro staff koozie. Like, oh shit. Is that a pro staff koozie? And I'm like, Oh, we have the pro trash koozie and the huge koozie. And like, you know, like comparing koozies and stuff. And then, uh, you know, like the fabled layer of gave him this one himself, you know, <laughs> blessed and, uh, it upon him. Yeah. It was like, you know, like, this like degree of separation of like 
you know, they're the chosen. Yeah. It's just, it's just funny to see that like when you're not directly associated with it. Well, the, like, the um, funnier thing to me is having talked to you the other night, um, you, you went ahead and continued to, um, keep your cloaking device engaged and you went full <laughs> stealth and didn't even own up to the fact that you've sat behind these microphones. Yeah. You're like, you know, if I were to let the cat out of the bag, I don't know that I have a Sharpie to do any autographs or anything. So you just like kept it to yourself. A pretty shrewd move on your part. Yeah. They have the security, you know, measures in place, but I don't. So I didn't feel safe. Um, (laughs) But it's funny. And, you know, one of the dudes was talking about the podcast to another guy on the you know, staff that was like, Oh, I, you know, I heard about him, but wasn't really like, I haven't really listened to him yet. And, you know, where can I find him? And, you know, they're driving from East coast to West coast. So he's like, we need something to listen to for all that distance. So, you know, hearing it from their like, perspective is just kind of interesting. To, did like, you, did you make sure, and, did you make sure and let them know that uh, we're now available on Spotify? Yeah. Yeah. I told them that thanks to, the Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Ted, no, Ted, Ted, Ted has our music on a playlist on Spotify, but the actual podcast is now available on Spotify as well. Yeah. But he, didn't he do that the other day? No, I did that. No. Oh, really? Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know, the, I'm locked in for eight hours a day. So by the time I get out of work, it's like, you know, 34 messages unread. And then I have to try to piece together the conversation that happened. Nice. Last, you know, <laughs> so, and I felt bad. I'm sure like pretty much any, so we put all of our phones in like a phone locker and it's like metal. So every time like somebody's phone goes off, it buzzes. But I think mine just goes <laughs> all day. day. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I told him about all that and how we're on iTunes, Spotify, um, SoundCloud, you know, all the big ones. And cool, so, man. Yeah, it's just cool. So, yeah, uh, like, oh, yeah, I got one. Oh, no, I got one too. And so uh, uh, I didn't even think to have stickers on it, but. Well, uh, how's, how's, uh, how's the normal life going? Like work wise, everything, uh, you matriculating into, uh, said career and feeling, feeling pretty groovy about everything still. Oh yeah. Um, you know, like finally got on a schedule, like, uh, just even sleep wise, like this time change kind of kicked my ass a little bit, but, um, yeah, you know, it's 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 a little slow at the moment. Um, I got certain things, you know, that, yeah, it, things are starting to happen in a positive way. Um, things that I was kind of waiting on. Uh, I got to get a flight physical coming up. Um, and so once, you know, I kind of get stuff taken care of, you know, like on the admin side, I'll start being able to do some of the cool stuff. Awesome. And just get, um, just get set up, man, you know. Yeah, so it's it's slow, and you know, seeing you know stuff go out the door, and dudes doing cool stuff. It's like their stories kind of keep me going, but it's starting to it's, it's starting a little bit to feel like Groundhog Day. But you know, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's still a job. So That's right. Like, it is. At the end of the week, they give you a check, which uh, means yeah. it's it's work. But as long as yeah. you're doing something that you love, which I'm, I'm I have a sneaking suspicion that's what's happening for you. 
Um, yeah. Pretty fucking cool, man. So, so yeah, and it's not a it's not a drag. Like honestly, you know, you know night and weekends sometimes get a little boring, especially in the winter. But like, I look forward to going to work. Like all the dudes, we all gel really well. And um, yeah, there's not there's not many days that I'm not like crying, laughing, and then have to like go to the bathroom and not look like I'm a like had been in a sobbing fest or whatever just because you know know, they all have a really good sense of humor so that goes a long way i think uh what have you been up there six weeks eight weeks now three months three months so 90 days all right so i was a little bit surprised um i talked to you two three nights ago um and you'd said that you know things were starting to progress that your security clearance came through and I was kind of shocked because when the uh, DIA agent that interviewed me about your background, um, (laughs) when I told him the story about the fucking goat, like I was laughing, I was laughing and he had like this fucking mortified look on his face and he was taking lots of notes and I thought maybe I went too far. (laughs) <laughs> i just oh, man. they they said your name and i just did the classic and i screamed i'm not even supposed to be in this country and started running <laughs> <laughs> so i think that went pretty well yeah when they referred to your real name as michael and you kind of got nervous <laughs> right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, listen, we uh, we just wanted to to get a little uh, flavor of uh, Nashville into the show. We're uh, certainly missing you. We hope that uh, maybe uh, late May, early June, you might be able to hop on one of those aluminum tubes that's got uh, those jet engines attached to it and come down and visit us or something. Hell yeah. So those boys at Allegiant um, get that shit going. I'll be down there a lot. All especially right. as it warms up cool. awesome and uh in the meantime i know you've got some family stuff coming up that you're going to be in south florida but uh if i head up to east tennessee i will definitely give you a jingle try to give you a couple weeks notice and uh, maybe we can link up up there and uh get out we can go to aunt mary's and uh Fish Hell the South yeah. Holston. So get those waders, get those boots, so that when I call you, you're like, yep, I'm ready to go. I'll start the ice bath now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, All Andrew, right, man, appreciate it. We'll talk to you again soon. And uh, say hi to Leslin for all of us. And the next time you're at Fly South, ask him to show you in the back the 10 Cara rods. I actually had a guy try to sell me on one today. <laughs> no way. Took everything in me not to really tell him how I felt, but, Dude. but I'll keep it in mind. Okay, you've got a care package coming, and I want you just to straight. Hell yeah. I just want you to straight walk in there and look at him and go. I think you need this. You need this mm-hmm. so very badly, and hand him the Tin Cara sticker, and then just turn around and walk out. Yeah. Yeah, before I start some shit, that was at Bass Pro, not Fly South. <laughs> okay, perfect. Yeah, which makes more sense probably. But yes, yeah. for sure, for sure. Yeah. All right, man, All right, we'll, man uh, we'll catch up with you uh, soon. And uh, stay warm, stay dry, and mm-hmm. uh, 
make sure and keep track of which one of those storm drains has the knives in them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I appreciate you having me on. I'll talk to you guys later. All right. Later, later brother. Peace. All right. So uh, that was good to hear from Andrew, man. For sure. It's been a always while. Always is. And, uh, you know, it's uh, what we always talk about is uh, – that's what we love about doing this show is it's about the friendships and doing stuff together. And to that end, Carl, the enigma that he is, right. um, hall pass. I actually got <laughs> Carl out on the water yesterday in, uh, you know, contrary to popular belief, uh, he actually fly fished a little bit mm-hmm. on that trip. Mm-hmm. One, one cast fly pulling one nice. fucking cast and he mm-hmm. fucking lands a fish mm-hmm. one. nice that's all it takes me i mean when you're a unicorn on the water yourself right it doesn't take much well larry like just pulls up and gives me these exact like coordinates oh absolutely and it's just like right there yep. and i just put it right there and just one fish comes out of nowhere for a fly that just came out of nowhere feel like it was rigged shooting laser beams <laughs> shooting laser beams <laughs> like it was a rigged game man so uh before we actually did our little uh fishing we uh went on a kind of a booze cruise i think is uh what uh, some of the comments that we got based mm-hmm. on our instagram stories everybody clearly identified exactly what we were up to um yesterday united launch alliance launched the final satellite that's going to complete the new military GPS cluster, whatever, of satellites that um, has upgraded the United States military's GPS capabilities. So ULA did a Titan... I think, or is it a Titan? Delta. Delta. Delta four. Delta right? four. Delta four medium. Um, so... We knew it was supposed to launch right at 7 o'clock, 6.56 p.m. on the East Coast. So uh, Carl and I loaded up the skiff with uh, 18 PBRs and two ice-cold waters. and uh, Just in case. Just in case right. we got marooned. <laughs> in case we got thirsty. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> well, the water was in case we got marooned. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and we took off and uh, went down to a little, uh, little back way to get to the beach and uh, went out on the beach. And lo and behold, not a soul in sight. And we were able to look straight down the beach to the launch pad. I mean, like right there. Yeah. And... Uh, so we uh, are trying to keep track of uh, the launch so that we're you know able to be looking the right way when it happens. And as per most times when you're dealing with a launch, there was an issue, so it got delayed. So we just spent a good, uh, well, we were probably out there 45 minutes or something, mm-hmm. uh, just enjoying the sunset over the dunes. And uh, I think one of the coolest fucking things we saw, the... Uh, the wind's been blowing pretty good for the past couple of days yep. out of the east, southeast. So uh, pretty big, pretty big surf. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, nothing huge, but, you know, pretty big. Um, we saw sharks, a pair of them, like literally 
on the sand. Like belly crawling. Belly crawling on the wow. sand in the surf. That's pretty cool. Like came up to eat something or whatever, and we're just, I mean. And like got washed right yeah. up on it, like, you know. <laughs> Damn. <Yeah. laughs> like, and, and, and not little guys either, like six foot long. Like wow. big old sharks flopping around trying to get back into the water. We're like, holy shit. <laughs> you got your fly rod with yeah. you? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> the, uh, we saw on the way a uh, big old nasty pig. Oh my Big god! I forgot about that one, man. Uh, yeah. Just standing on the little shoreline, so so hanging out. We're like, "What are you doing here, fella?" So I've seen hogs before, like behind the clinkers. This was on the east side, north of parking lot five. There's like this little spit that sticks out. That's pretty much like an old shell mound. If it, it right across yeah. from plantation. And this hog was ever bit of like 350, 400 pounds. Wow. Like oh, big, big, burly. Jet black one, yeah, man. jet black. <laughs> and it, it like bowed up, bowed up and looked at us. And I was like, Carl, Carl, you got your, you got your phone? And he was like, oh, it's in the box. And I, before I could get my phone out, he just looked at us and then turned and around, then, went back into the mangroves and was mm-hmm. gone. But uh, like big old fucking just hog. like uh, a Luther or whatever, man. Swimming pig, <laughs> yeah, almost the same. Yeah, <laughs> this one wasn't as yeah. friendly looking. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm guessing that if you went over there and tried to swim with that hog, get a couple coming, tusk, yeah, drown you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. And uh, we we saw. Um, it's not tagged. We we saw a tagged manatee, manatee. with uh, satellite telemetry. Nice. Well, sauna buoy. Yeah. It was towing around. And they use uh, a 1995 model E-Perbs. That's what it looks like. <laughs> exactly like that. It's like half it's of a lunchbox. Lunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just floating along. You know, you've got to imagine that the rest of the manatees are like, <laughs> hey, look at dumbass with the fucking yeah. rope and the yeah. fucking radio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where are you going, Fred? Yeah. Where are you going with your beeper? He's he's like the fucking Urkel of the whole fucking yeah. Plan. But uh, yeah, man, we we went out and uh, at at some point it was starting to get dark and we're like, okay, you know, the, yeah. the launch went into like a recycle mode did, yeah. or whatever, and we're like, you know, and then then they're like, okay, we're clear, we're ready, and they reestablish a new launch time, and then like fifteen seconds later, they're like. Well, we would launch, but NASA. Yeah, they kept blaming it on NASA. NASA has yeah. fucked up, and like we can't launch if they can't see it. So we're going to wait on NASA. So we're like, all right, we got to head back. So we started heading back, and uh, we got almost back into Oak Hill proper, and we saw that they had said, "Hey, we're we're good to go. Everything's good. We're like four yeah. minutes away." So we turned around and uh, idled back south and turned off the motor and just kind of drifted with the tide and the wind and got to take in a pretty launch. Yeah. And the coolest part of it, with it being the uh, the extra boosters, you saw the separation. We saw the separation, and as yep. they start tumbling, you see the you know the red flashes yep. of the uh, you know as it's burning out. So uh, definitely a cool launch. And I think the. Being a little bit later, it was a little bit darker. I think that was yeah, cool for yeah. sure. Really made it. So, Carl, I know that when you and I were standing on the beach waiting for the launch, I told you, you know, that I've been out here dozens of times for different rocket launches, but like my fondest memories 
are from when the space shuttle was still, when the program was still going Mm -hmm. and going out with my son, Wyatt. And I mean, I've got pictures of the first launch with Wyatt and I, um, he was less than a year old and damn it. If this morning on Facebook, the 10 year memory popped up, popped up. Oh, really? 10 years yeah, ago yeah. today yeah. Wow. was the, and, and I remember it because it was the last launch of mm-hmm. the space shuttle and it was a late afternoon launch. And I've got a picture uh, holding him and he would have been three with the space shuttle going off. And it was the last launch of the space shuttle. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. That's yeah. special. Yeah. And we were, we were using, I thought it was cool. We just used like the Twitter. Yeah. yeah. And they were like pretty much live updates, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Holding because of this, you know, holding because of that, new time this, new time that. And then, hey, it's on. You know what I mean? It was all like live, up to date, yeah. searching around. So that was real cool. That worked out that we had like that kind of technology. Yeah. Yeah. It seems dumb, but like right. when it's actually useful like that, you're like, right. man, the world really come together. Yeah. This is all, we're all right here connected. Yeah. And uh, there's some people. There was a few people out shrimping. There big were tide, big tide last big night. Big tide last night. I actually got a report um, this afternoon when I got back in from my excursion. Um, one of the shrimpers that uh, had been out there from the local neighborhood here uh, reported that he got 48 shrimp. 48. They are nicens though. Not they nice ones. Nice-ins. They were nice nice ones. And he said that <laughs> he said that somebody else here in the neighborhood got three gallons of shrimp. That's a lot. That's, that's a, a lot, lot of shrimp. shrimp. I think that's wow, a hell of a lot of shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> that's like you know I think you're limit they you limit it's a five, five. It's a right? five gallon yeah. limit. Yeah. yeah. So they got they got three gallons of Damn. shrimp. Um Gosh, it's been 15, 18 years ago. Um, I went shrimping down in Hallover Canal. There's a, a pretty good shrimp mm-hmm. run that goes through. Um, my buddy Charles and I, he's got uh, a huge light tackle. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'd gone out, anchored up. We just happened to hit just the right spot. And, man, when the shrimp started running, and they were they were nice ones. Mm-hmm. They were nice. <laughs> they were as big as your hand. Like they were super jumbos, like fucking huge, wow. right? And I was dipping just as fast as I fucking could. And I would like when I would get a, a wad of them in the net, I'd turn around and dump it into the cockpit. And he was just picking them up, throwing them in the cooler. We didn't have a five gallon bucket, right? <laughs> we had a cooler. And in forty five minutes, we got so many shrimp into the fucking cooler that he was like, dude, I think we're good. I think we're good. I was like, and it, it, it was a game to me because yeah. I was like, I was like, if you can get the cockpit cleaned up and into the cooler, I'll stop. Yeah. <laughs> and like, so he finally like fucking, he's like, all right, all right, got it, got it, got it. I was like, all right, so I'm going to dump these and we're done. So the next morning we take, we take everything and we like dump some ice in on them. And the next morning we get up, and we're back home in Castleberry, and we go, and the reality sets in. It's cool that you get that many shrimp, and we had probably a probably a hair over five gallons. Um, it took a couple of hours to take the heads off and like actually clean them. 
to the point where if I never, ever go and get five <laughs> gallons of shrimp again, You're I'll good. be okay with it. I mean, they were damn good. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. We, we ate like kings for a couple of nights, and uh, there's they call them Oak Hill Reds. Um, they're they're uh, a really tasty, sweet shrimp that you get out here, and they were delicious. And I'd probably go do it again because it involves drinking beer. But uh, cleaning shrimp, <laughs> cleaning shrimp sucks ass, man. It sucks really, really badly. I imagine. Man. And, yep. and, and, you know, there are those nights where you go out and you get three or four shrimp. And you're like, what the fuck am I going to do with three or four <laughs> shrimp? You know, like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> the world's worst hors d'oeuvres. Yeah. yeah. Come on over. Or they're all small. <laughs> like, we, the, the small ones were always like... These are fucking salad shrimp. Because you know as soon as you cook them, they're going to shrink down and they're going to be like little little teeny tiny fuckers. So unless you got jumbos running, uh, it's it's really... I'll tell you, that that crowd... it like brings them out, dude. And there's it's some technology. People. There's some technology yeah. out there too, oh, yeah. man. The All those green LEDs. And, yeah. yeah, it's it's pretty intense. I mean, if if you think about it, it, it actually is a pretty cool, like fun way to go spend an evening on the water. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it is. You know, there's no doubt about it. But uh, I, I've got a shrimp net here at the house. We could go do it. Um, you know, since Irma, that bitch, fucked up our docks, I used to do it just right off the dock. Oh, wow. I'd take a battery yeah. on a on a hand cart and go out, throw my light right off the dock, and I, you could trim right off the dock. Oh, wow. Um, but now you can't get to the end of the dock right. because yeah. of Irma, but... Uh, maybe one day. Yeah, maybe one day. <laughs> maybe one day. Still working on that thing, I think. Yeah. yeah. They keep saying, you know, that it's... Uh, Something to do with the insurance, big insurance dispute. You know, yeah. hopefully some some point they'll get some money to fix those docks. Well, they did start working on uh, Port St. John's ramp. Oh, nice! Ah. Construction is underway. I drove by there uh, yesterday, day before yesterday, day yeah. before yesterday, and uh, Kennedy Point's being worked on. No, that no? is the marina. Oh, it's just the marina. Just the marina. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the other one that's being worked on is. Uh, Parish? Parish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, Carl, what else you got on your show notes, buddy? You got to have something in there, don't you? I think we ran through them. Really? Well, then. No, no, no. I got one more. One more. One more. Hold up. Um, An idea that I was thinking about, I don't know, over the week here. Um, New, and we talked a little bit about doing a couple different things going you know out to the atlantic going through the you know off the beach and fishing whatever would it make sense to actually kind of tentatively schedule finding new areas or you know if it's stuff that you already know cruising like kind of getting together and cruising like hey man you know i don't know anything north of new smyrna at all all right well let's all just go up there and just look just check it out. I'd be down for that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, I was down. Stretch, like, either stretch the boundaries a little bit farther, south or north or whatever it may be, or like, man, I never really fished over the, towards this way. Well, I have. You know what I mean? So you can right. do that. But do like a concerted effort of 
Like we're just look, we're just going to well, you know, look yeah. and scout and fish and put you know a little push. Well, yeah. I think Mark and I can actually talk about that a little bit. We uh, have, yeah. We in the past week we uh, we decided that uh, you know Mark's told us that he's been hitting uh, South Lake and Fox Lake yeah. for the pickerel. Yep. Yeah. So I called up Mark and I said, "Hey, man, I think I'm ready to get out of the zip code." How about I come down and meet you, and you show me around Fox Lake mm-hmm. in in South Lake. I've I've never been there, and we did. And I'll tell you what, it was a refreshing change of pace. Um, we fucking hammered the bass. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely hammered bass, and we didn't get pickerel, so we've no. got a good reason to go back. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, it is it is kind of nice. When you when you do something a little different, and there's some of this stuff out west here, the St. Johns, the Econ, all that kind of. I've never been out yeah. that way. Oh, well, then we need to do that for right. sure. Yeah, um, I, I've heard that's just good cruising too. I want to go down kind of like Wabasso down to Vero uh, for snook. Snook. Oh yeah. You know, I, I have I've I've always heard people talk about going down there. Yep. I've never done it. No, um, it's I've fun. I've fished around uh, the flats, like north of Sebastian Inlet. Um, mm-hmm. What is it, Long Point, Long uh, Point. Campground? Yep. I've camped down there a few times um, and, and fished around there, but uh, never really gone south of Sebastian. Anytime y'all want to, let me know. I've fished down around Jupiter <clears throat> a couple of times. Yep. Um, got a wild hair. I used to um, you know, go down there every once in a while. But uh, you know, it's always fun mm-hmm. exploring something new. You know, and, and like with Ben living down that way, we don't even have to like really look that stupid doing it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, can, I can make you look smart down there. Nice. We got spots. Cool little areas. A lot of options. And during certain times of the year too, you can run around if well, they're probably gone because of the cold snap, but you can go find triple tail too. Uh-huh. Kiss those on the fly. That's pretty fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, anytime you can expand the boundaries of where you're fishing. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's like uh, pushing around a new corner, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it was, yeah. Yeah, you got, uh, I mean, I've got quite a bit of learning to do here, just to and in froing. But, yeah. Uh, well, as long as you know where Goodrich is and JB's, mm-hmm. you're pretty much yeah, set. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's all I do. And you just got to find fish in between those two points. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I think honestly, what excites me the most about the um, poker run is it's going to be a day built around everybody being able to hang out and get to know each other a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But there's going to be enough time between all of the different places where you have to check in to get your poker chips that you're going to be able to fish. Yeah. And that to me is going to be what makes the day is the fact that yeah. everybody's, everybody has their own milk run. Um, you know, when I launch on any particular day, depending on the wind, I have two or three different milk runs that, that I'll do because it's comfortable. It's where I want to yeah. go. And I'm guessing that when we finally lay out where the different areas are that you have to come and pick up your poker chip, some people, they're going to be like, boom, in my wheelhouse. But over there, not really. Not, yeah. And there's going to be enough time in between where it's like, 
they can't just run like they're not gonna go run and sit there and wait they're gonna be like all right well fuck i guess i'm gonna fish over here yeah. and, and they're gonna kind of be forced out of their quote-unquote comfort zone yeah, yeah. to to go and fish a new spot a new area and and i think that that might actually be a cool way for people to explore the lagoon a little bit Absolutely. yeah for sure. it is and i think if we get with any luck we'll get some out-of-towners yeah that maybe haven't spent much time here at all right and they can kind of catch the lagoon bug and uh spend a little bit more time here yeah it'd be awesome so um with the um with the idea behind going to different places um has anybody thought like beyond just the Indian River Lagoon, whether it's down towards Wabasso or, you know, north of New Smyrna. Is there anywhere else? I mean, I know you, you mentioned like the St. John's. Is mm-hmm. there anywhere else that you've thought of, like whether it's over back in your old stomping grounds, like all the way over to the West Coast, you know? Is, yeah, there's a – I've been wanting to go back up towards uh, Crystal River, seeing a few more fly guides. Uh-huh. Um, you know, charter fishing's always kind of been big, but a lot of bait stuff and whatever. And I've seen more, you know, skiff pushers, um, up that way. And, uh, I'm going to throw a name out there and I'm probably going to murder it. Uh, the Chaska Howitz. Chasawitzka. Chaskawitzka. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So my friend Tanner. Uh, has been going over there recently a few times. He says it's like a lot of like oyster bars oh, yeah. and like, you know, like a lot of creeks and stuff. It really interests me. I mm. really think I'm going to probably hook the skiff up and make that trip make, sometime yeah. soon. What I've noticed about the vast majority of that, like, is that you know, north or south of Crystal River? Because um, Crystal River really is like straight out north. 50, right? Yeah, 50 it's dead ends like a Yankee close. town close, slash yeah. Yeah, yeah, straight across. So, mm, Chasowitzka would be that's a good question. I say it's north. I think it's a little north still. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's all real friendly. There's always like, I've never had a time where it's, oh man, I can't find the ramp or I can't find gas or I can't find this or you can kind of figure it out. Okay. It's a good area to, you know, you're not going to go mega wild and, and find the, the uh the kind of fish that a guide's probably going to find right but you can make it through a day there with you know just shooting in the dark okay you you can find the ramp you can find you know get out of the creek to the gulf or whatever you're looking to do you can figure it you know especially with like a phone right pocket you're you're good um the there's a bunch of stuff there too that the rest of the year is pretty sleepy but uh, like scallop season, uh-huh. all those hotels, they all have boat ramps, boat slips, bars out by the water, really? like all this kind of stuff. And they <laughs> fill in real good in scallop season. The rest of the year, it's like, eh, like yeah. not much going on. So it's not mega expensive. You can go and like stay, you know, with the boat in the water, you know, stay at night and fish the next day or whatever. Go at night, you know, drive at night. It's sweet. Okay. Because there's, there's one of everything, a lot of little mom and pop restaurants and stuff it's, it's let's look right. into it yeah. yeah might be a fun uh sounds good still T2 pretty F2 untouched trip. yeah still pretty untouched pretty nice you know i i do want to whether we do it in canoes or whatever i do want to go up and do the swanee river 
for the uh, shoal bass. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. You know, I, I think that's definitely. I actually like, have a friend that lives on the river. Really? What part of the river? Um, uh, what's the name of the town he lives in? Because, like, I'm familiar with, like, up around White Springs. Um, it, it's called uh, Big Shoals or whatever. There's actually, like, kind of rapids through there, and uh, that's where a lot of the shoal I bass are his, hanging out. I like, closest big city. I forget the name of his little town, but it's uh, Lake City. Lake City, okay. Right, he's yeah, yeah. This just is just west of Lake City-ish. Okay, yeah. Small so White Springs is like just north of uh, yeah. Lake City, up that direction. So, and he's right there on the river. Cool. Open invitation. Well, sounds like we need yeah. to dust our tents. He's like, off. Hey, whenever you mm-hmm. want to come, come. Excellent. We might actually have to, uh, like. Start planning. Summons yeah. our inner <laughs> Ben City and like figure out how to run a shuttle. Yeah. Day right? trip. Like, day you know, trip. put in right. canoes at one spot and have a truck stashed at the bottom to, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, shuttle us back at the end of the fucking float. We never thought that far ever when we did that stuff up there. <laughs> Just flag down cars and shit. Just got back like work trucks, right? Dudes and shit. Hey, Standing man. on the cab hey, of the man. tractor. And they're like, oh, look at this guy. He's not from around here. Give <laughs> <laughs> this poor bastard right back to his car. <laughs> he ain't so good at planning. Yeah. Yeah. He ain't so good at thinking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. Oh. Well, uh, why don't we take another quick break? And uh, I'm guessing we're going to come back and uh, maybe wrap it up. face put on the million dollar bill so when these rich men that she wants show her ways they can take care of her I'll have found a way to be there with her still Just like that, the break's over, and we are back. We are back. back. So um, I think that right now would be the appropriate time to address expectations that sometimes are made by folks that send things in. Um, we are clearly thankful anytime Anybody sends beer, stickers, flies, etc. Absolutely. For sure. Without a doubt. But you also have to understand that sometimes we get a little bit backlogged. 
And when that happens, sometimes we lose track of who was first, who came in the earliest, etc., etc. So, without further ado, even though we've had this for a little while, rather than trying to cram everybody into mail call, mm-hmm. we kind of meter it out. So, we have a package that we've had for a little while that uh, I know the sender of said packet thought that maybe we'd forgotten about them, but we haven't. Jen nope. Clear on the Instagram. Jen Clear. Jen Clear. I think I'm going to refresh my memory real quick. Which, uh, in the real world, you would know him as Dean Wormel. He's uh, from up in Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. He uh, was kind enough to send not only stickers from his personal stash, but also uh, some flies. Sweet. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and break the flies out first. Carl, you get your fly box with you? Because if I you do. don't, that means I've got to take all the flies. <laughs> I do. It's in the car. Everybody take a look. Uh, nice. That one is super cool. Needlefish fly. So, yeah, it's it like is. a needlefish. It's a Chinese finger cuff fly. That's <laughs> 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 a palola. Hey. Looks like. Oh, man. And uh, because I'm the biggest whore of the sticker whores, I'm going to go ahead and take <laughs> the stickers out first. And you guys may or may not get some. <laughs> oh, it, everybody's safe. There's a Yeti sticker, so Sweet. you guys at least get a Yeti sticker. So let's go through these. This tube, I've never seen anything like this tube here. The, and that the, tube flies. So, Mylar. Super yeah. rare. I just bought the, and I think they blew up big recently because they were kind of like in the film tour, but I just bought one of those uh, new crab things you like feed the legs through that's like my, Mylar. Like the, oh, yeah. Some, the some flex, English word I'm really struggling with right like now. Meshy. Yeah, meshy crab. Yeah. You can like blink. The flex crab. Uh, cool yeah. down road brewery. From uh, Boston, Mass. Oh, cool nice. beer brewery sticker. This sticker is Flyman Fishing Co. Pretty cool. I like that sticker. Is this Vitavoo? Vitavoo. is pretty awesome. They do some good stuff. Uh, three tan, real company. Down East Salmon Federation. Maine's SalmonRivers.org. I'm going to snatch oh. that because. Ted and I are going carp fishing this summer for for Atlantic's Southern Saltwater Fly Fishing. That's kind of a... Check out the fly on that. Mm -hmm. Pretty badass. This dude's got a pretty good stash. Uh, Big yellow dog fly fishing. Oh, yeah. TU, cold, clean, fishable water. Oh, what do we have here? We have a Patagucci trout. Gooch. Oh, shizzle schnitz. Yeah. We might have to... Oh, cheeky fly fishing, which is actually a northeast New England-based company. 
Thomas and Thomas. That's, that's a, oh, fancy. That's stuff. pretty got Bendy on the stickers. Nice Orvis. Oh, that's pretty that's cool. Pretty that is like a cool one. one. I like that one. Kind of looks like that uh, Recon logo. William Joseph. William Joel, the great musician. William Joseph. What are they, like tying, <laughs> tying stuff, I think? I'm not I don't sure. know. Um, if you're with William Joseph, you guys need to do better at letting us know what you do. Because <laughs> well, I recognize the brand. I just don't know what you do. Stay Fly, New England. Dude. Oh, check that out. That's pretty rad. That's a, just a straight-up postcard that you'd be able to get oh. and send. That's legit. We should really fire this. Dude, check out this, <laughs> check out this bat. Check out that bass sticker. That's actually oh, pretty rad. Go, Carl. Yeah. yeah. Jay Stockard, Pro Tire. A little buff action. Fish mass. What kind of fish? Striper. Striper. <laughs> Costa, all the way from Massachusetts back to Florida. <laughs> uh, Under Armour. Under Armour. Which actually, I don't know if you've checked out, Under Armour's actually got some really kick ass yeah. backpacks, like for. Oh, angling yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Hmm. A little bit more cheeky. Nice pack company. Hmm. A little bit more cheeky. Sweet pack, Some more bro. Costa. What else we got here? This is kind of looking. Looks like from back here, it looks like the MGM Studios logo. Fraternal team. Order of Police supporter from 2016. Carl put that on there. It'll get <laughs> you back. It'll get you back <laughs> home safely. Right. When I'm, when I'm in mass. <laughs> Some more Gucci trout. And uh, this Gucci trout is uh, is the... That's a banana. The, the ass hook whitey Gucci yeah, trout. Yeah. Well, no. It, I just watched um, some dude does a fucking YouTube video on, on trout. Uh, isn't it like the golden... Yeah, but no, no, no. It's Palomino. 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 And those aren't yeah, real. Those right. aren't real. Right. right. That's not real. That's not real. Fake news. Another Trout Unlimited sticker. That one's kind of cool. Looking. That is kind of... It's the reverse kind that goes on the inside of the glass. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Kind of. Alaska Fly Shop. Yeah. And that is a llama holding... Trout llama. That's that's an interesting king. concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of cool. He's the llama king. That one's cool. I want this one. Alaska fly shop. Oh, that's, that's pretty, pretty cool. Sweet. Alaska guide. Those oh. are both cool. Nice. So, dude, awesome um, pack. We appreciate the awesome stickers. We will for fist sure. fight for them later, and uh, also the flies. Um, yeah. Super super cool. Um, I I really appreciate your creativity and sticking these on a giant sheet of foam. Which and um, writing who tied them, or designed them, and what their Instagram handles are—that's pretty stand-up impressive. Run yeah. through who, who uh, what they are for us, real quick. Okay, um, I said I like it, and so I could read. Um, Ocean flies by John Antignano, which is at Flat Sky. Um, I'm assuming he tied. The three up at the top. One of them is like a uh, looks like a needlefish, which is pretty cool. The other one, I don't know what it looks like, but again, looks cool. Bayfish, yeah. And then the other one, I forget what you call this, Larry. Palolo. A palolo worm. Um. All right, so um, moving down the list and opening yet another 
priority mail package. Uh, Dustin Schust. Schust, yes. Um, from Boog, Louisiana. Yes. Or Bogue, Louisiana. Bogue. 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 Uh, he sent a fly box with some flies. Does this have... Dustin, you're going to have to send me the answer to this on the gram, but... Are these the redfish roofies you've been telling me about? Redfish roofies. Well, uh, there's a note contained here. Herein. Oh, fantastic! And uh, Dustin has been uh, doing some uh, computer art, making some stickers. Yeah. Yes. Dark marsh fly fishing. Nice. And uh, we've each got <laughs> one of those. Ben, here fantastic. And I'm going to go ahead and pass the fly Thank box you. around. Oh. Those are I, I don't know what the the leggy material is on that, but I like it. It looks almost oh, like silken, real shimmery. Yeah. And it says to the Taylor family, I've been supposed to send these flies for a long time, <laughs> but work and life kept pushing it to the back burner. Here's some shrimp, crab, whatever the hell patterns to try <laughs> on your mosquito lagoon critters. I also included some stickers I designed. I'm still learning. Resolution, so mind the crappiness of it. Keep the awesome content coming. Your podcast, stickers, etc., are a highlight in my life. Thank you for it. Tight lines and cold beers, Dustin. Pretty cool, brother. Sweet. Appreciate yeah. the uh, package, and uh, I will tell you 100% those flies will hunt in the lagoon. I for look forward sure. to slinging one, probably. Not tomorrow because it's going to be cold and windy um, by our standards, but uh, it is spring break, so I'll be out many an evening here in the next couple of days, and I will post up the first mug shot that I get from a dumbass redfish that eats a Louisiana tasty treat. No, they're, so, I like the size. They're yeah, they're I don't know solid. It's, yeah, it's like a, it's just a little bit a little bit smaller than you usually see. Yeah, which. Is actually uh, want. one of the one of the first guys that really gets it. Yeah. That's from not around here. Um, you know, the size is actually perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Dustin, when you listen to this, shoot us uh, what this leg material it is. It is flexi floss, mostly flexi used floss. in the trout world. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. Well, it's I like guess it, I looks, it looks like. Have a reason to go back to trout territory. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's going to be very durable. It it feels better than the silly legs. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And I like the like uh, shimmeriness of there's it. A, yeah. There's. It, it definitely has a color. I think this is a. It's a keeper. It's a keeper. So um, we uh, definitely got a haul on stickers uh, and the flies. Pretty freaking awesome on everybody's part this time around. Um, there's a certain gas pump um, at a certain Sunoco in a certain little city along the coast of Florida mm-hmm. that's definitely getting visited tomorrow. Um, the addition of some stickers is going to happen. And uh, Carl, part of uh, part of our little soiree yesterday was the addition of the uh, new fly patch. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, no, 239 fly. 239 yeah. fly tarpon. And, uh, you know, everybody, if you have a local little joint, um, whether it's out in, Flo- in 
front in front of the local fly shop uh if it's a convenience store or if it's the back of a sign at the boat ramp help us continue spreading the love of fly fishing by creating your own little neighborhood fly library yeah. um you know a fly library. i actually thought about that i saw one of those little yeah. library things yeah, yeah. Like, that's what it is yeah that's what it is and um you know to that end when we slap that up there uh we've been doing it kind of you know using what was on the gas pump to begin with which is like some double-sided <laughs> foam <laughs> tape that was still there from some kind of promotion years ago and it's been working but we put that 239 fly patch up there and carl put uh, a fly and i ran up there this afternoon after i got off the water and lo and behold his fly was gone but there was one that had replaced it i left it there it was a little gurgler and i added a second fly so uh you know keep the love going man take one if you want one leave one if you got one leave two take two whatever you know it's it's yeah. just a, a really cool way to uh spread the love and also here if you're local if you're a mosquito lagoon fly fisherman um you've got to go in check out the deli at the meth lab it's pretty damn good i ate there for the first time last weekend worth really yeah worth it it's actually worth mm-hmm. it and uh don't worry the raccoon's not hanging out in the oh, store man. anymore it's it's she does you know. have a full phone full of photos yeah <clears throat> yeah so, so if uh, you miss the raccoon she'll show you what it's doing today so uh by the time you oh, hear the podcast um i i'm going to talk to the uh proprietor at uh the meth lab and i'm going to drop off some stickers um and uh, with any luck, if you stop by and you happen to add a sticker out on the gas pump and you come in and you buy a 12-pack of beer, a can of dip, and uh, some chicken fingers from the deli, make sure that you let the uh, folks behind the counter know that you're a huge fly fisherman. And with any luck, they're going to give you a sticker that says just that. So Sweet. Good deal. I, I, I can't imagine they wouldn't want to... Uh, Make sure that everybody's getting the love that they need by coming down to the old Oak Hill Sunoco. Well, um, center of town, really. That's right. It, it is. is. Mm-hmm. It's it's the epicenter. I mean, downtown. It, and it's always <laughs> there's always a really good chance for some awesome entertainment. We got to oh, see yeah. we we got to see a couple of um, right, trailer like, park girls almost yeah. get into it yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There was something going on. <laughs> there was there was definitely yeah, yeah. about some, about to be some fist flying, some infighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was yeah. pretty. It was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. We need to get that lady to start an Instagram page for the raccoon. Ooh, that's a good idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. actually, that's genius. Right, <laughs> this could be huge. <laughs> it could be. We can sponsor him. I like yeah. it. Be on our press. Everybody app. has the dogs wonder, of Instagram. Yeah. yeah, the raccoon. The raccoon. Mm-hmm. The raccoon. The Ray, one. Raycon. Raycons of <laughs> Raycon Instagram. Raycon yeah. raccoons. of Instagram. So, um, Carl, you got any other words of wisdom or things nah. to talk about or tips of the cap to anybody? I don't think so. I'm a little brain dead. Looking it's forward late. to a little sleeping in tomorrow. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. yeah for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, that's it. Just keep on doing what you're doing. Nice. 
Ben? Nope, got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be back around the table. Um, you survived Utah without any frostbite? I did. Um, you know, Ben, I have to tell you, I am proud of you. And, and I mean this, like, sincerely. Okay. One of, one of the highlights of my week was getting a photo through the gram, through the private private message, mm-hmm. direct message, whatever the fuck you call it. I'm, I'm old. I don't know the terminology. A lift beer. I was like, damn it the hell. Ben is having a lift beer. This is great. The, uh, there were many lift beers. <laughs> the, and to be fair, it, well, not fair is not even the right word. One of the best ones was the second day we were at Park City. We were going over to the canyon side, and we, you know, you got to like ride this series of lifts to get to the gondola. And we hop off one, and we're on the bench strapping in snowboards. And someone had two bush lights just sitting in the snow, and it was like a leave one, take one. We actually had nicer beers, took their bush lights, left two nicer beers, and then drank the bush lights on the next lift. And went up and uh, <laughs> and those were probably my two favorite beers of the whole trip. And they were the shittiest ones we had. That's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Some poor bastard came down and was like, I fucking hate IPAs. What the fuck? Wait. Somebody stole my bush lights. <laughs> no IPAs. This okay. was not that kind of a trip. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not a big IPA guy. All right, good. Um, some lagers and actually amber ales are kind of my favorite. Yeah, I can get in a little amber ale. So I was uh, gonna actually bring y'all some of my like my favorite one that's out there, but I had I packed this little tiny suitcase and I had no room to get it back. I like sat there and played with it and had to leave it with my buddy out there. Oh, so uh, did did anybody else see that um, PBR now has like a whiskey or something? Or there's a, no. a, a PBR brand mm-hmm. whiskey. Mm-mm. Somebody sent that on the no. gram. And I was like, no. I just I gave the what's the smiley face with like the straight smile, like the <laughs> the, the what the yeah. what the fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, before we go, um, something I nearly forgot to address um, when we were sharing the artwork. That we received. Oh, yes. Um, <clears throat> we were talking about Travis Luther had bestowed upon me a very interesting um, print of the catch and release artwork that he had done of a redfish with a toucan mm-hmm. in the background. And we were all kind of like, whoo, yeah. there's got to be a story. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a story. For everybody from the low country, you know Jeremy Germs. Um, if you go back on Germs Instagram, you will find at some point a year, two years ago, whatever it was, he actually had an inflatable toucan yes. that he was yeah. fishing yeah, the yeah. flood tide on, and he caught that redfish whilst on said toucan uh, so he's holding the redfish next to the toucan float and that's the photo that uh, was okay. used as yeah, the yeah. reference so it actually makes it even that much cooler, cooler. to have that mm-hmm. because jeremy is a rock solid dude yeah. awesome dad 
love everything that Jeremy's got going on, so it makes it even that much more special, and I look forward to getting that framed and up here at the house. So Yeah, that's pretty cool. Pretty solid. I, solid I could, piece. for the life of me, not figure out what the toucan was yep. for. Right. Yeah, it's it, he it's because it's the toucan float. Mm. There you go. Yeah, so pretty cool. Um, Mark? Yeah. We, uh, you and I need to uh, get on the fucking pickerel, man. We will. Uh, you're going to uh, the Bahamas. The Bahamas. So, on your trip, are you going to pack a fly rod? Absolutely. Is this one of those uh, cruises that stops at one of the little private islands? It does. Which one? The private one. The Coco Key. Yes. Coco Key. Nice. Coco. Um, I believe that I've seen photos of people that have actually gotten it done there at Coco Key. You just want you just wander off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, you know, I've looked into because one of the other ports that we stop in is is Nassau. Okay, and everybody's. How home. long are you guys in Nassau for? Just a few hours, or you full day, full day. So I've looked into a couple and so have talked to them and. Okay, well, if if you don't sneak off and go fish, what you need to do while you're in Nassau is don't go to the straw market. Uh, mm-hmm. which is like right off the boat there. Right. You get off, you walk to the straw market like you're going to do the touristy thing, and you walk straight the fuck through it, and you go find a cab, and you tell them, take me to Fish Fry. Fish Fry. All fish right. Fry. And they will know exactly where you're talking about, and they'll go, this motherfucker knows what he's doing, and they will take you to Fish Fry. Fish Fry is away from the touristy area. It's kind of touristy. Which is, which is what you want. Right. I mean, well, what I but want. But it, it's it's basically a waterfront row of restaurants. And just pick one. Doesn't matter. Just pick one. That's where you're going to have a few beers. You're going to get some of the best food that you're going to yeah. have. Uh, get yourself some cracked conch. Oh, some peas yeah. and rice. And that, my friend, is where you go. And take the wife. Take the kid. They'll enjoy it. We took Wyatt. I've only been on one cruise. And when we went, it was too windy and the seas were too rough for us to get off at whatever the private island was. It may have been Coco Key or whatever the other one is. But it was, so we went straight on to to, uh, Nassau. Mm -hmm. It ended up doing like a night in Nassau. Like they just docked and we stayed there. So, um, So when we got there, Shannon's like, well, what are we going to do? I was like, we're going to Fish Fry. So we went to Fish Fry, and whichever restaurant we went into, I can't remember. We went to one first and did like an appetizer round, and then we went to have lunch at the second one. And uh, gosh, Wyatt might have been, oh, probably second, third grade, something like that. You know, it's so old enough to know what's kind of going on. Yeah. And uh, it was kind of, interesting to be sitting in a little bar uh getting lunch served and having a cold sans beer and the bartender who was probably like a 72 year old bahamian (laughs) sparking up the biggest fattest (laughs) (laughs) on the planet like it was no big deal glaucoma (laughs) yeah glaucoma man so uh 
Yeah, just uh, forewarned is forewarned, you know. Oh yeah, you know. <laughs> no, I mean we've you know we've taken trips throughout the Caribbean, and that's what we always do. Yeah, you get away from the whole tourist thing. Yeah, explore. I so, mean, so go looking for fish fry. Yeah, you'll enjoy it. And uh, I guess uh, when you get back and uh, get settled, maybe uh, next weekend is. We're, we're starting spring break, so I'll be here yep. pretty much all week. I got a couple of, you know, work things to do during the week, but uh, I'll be around. So if you guys want to get together and chat again, we'll do that. Otherwise, right. uh, we'll figure it out some point in the future. But uh, we just cracked the two-hour mark. So um, before nice. Ben Pickett turns into a pumpkin <laughs> i would say that it's probably time to go ahead and start wrapping this shit up episode 22 taylor trash fly fishing we'll catch you on the next one First breath where the muddy grasses spills into the Gulf of Mexico, where the skyline's colored by chemical plants that put bread on the table of the working man, where the working man does his best to provide safety and shelter for kids and a wife, giving a little of a soul every day, making overtime. Keep the wolves away Where the liquid fire filled his lungs and his eyes silenced.